Hello, friends and tractor lovers. This is Jason here with the For the Love of Tractors podcast, back for another edition here in 2022. I apologize for the delay. Seems like I do that quite a bit, but um, I think as uh, a few of you know that are close to me have had some health issues recently, and it's okay. I'm doing fine. Um, Just had to get through them. No big deal. Uh, Got through them. You might be able to hear uh, I still don't really have a, a voice. I, I I do, but it's it's a little uh, a little froggy. I don't know how to explain it. It just comes and goes every once in a while. So if you hear a random throat clear every once in a while here, don't be surprised because well, it's just one of those things. So today I'm just I'm straying a little bit from my format, um, which I know the last couple have been a little fast and loose with the format. I promise we're gonna get back to like tractor of the week and all of that thing real soon. And I've been promising a bit of a longer form podcast on the history of some tractors. And hopefully, hopefully, hopefully I'm just about done. I actually thought I had that, the first one of that series wrapped up. And then someone sent me some information uh, on the tractor I was doing the history on. And well, it turns out I needed to read that information and I was able to add a few other things here and there. So I did that and, um, I just got to do some final editing, so stay tuned for that. I appreciate everybody that listens to this and watches this over on YouTube when we put out videos. I would like to get back to putting these podcasts on YouTube as well, but um, I don't know. It's just a it's a it's a time constraint. I think almost all of you I think understand uh, whether you're going to school or whether you're you know like me, you're an adult, you're working a full time job, and uh, you know I also you know trying to have a little side business here with the tractor thing. Sometimes it just doesn't leave a lot of room for uh, the the fun stuff we want to do, which is, you know, this podcast. I always want to, um, you know, I, I would love to take this thing over the top, excellent, you know, high quality and high production value and all that sort of thing. And I, I will eventually, I promise. But uh, for right now, it just kind of needs to be this way. And we'll see what happens here in the future. But for right now, that's neither here nor there. Let's talk some new tractors today. So first and foremost, uh, I don't really have a sponsor for today's episode. So check uh, for the love of tractors.com out. Uh, we've got some new things up there. Actually, in fact, we've got some of the new things we're going to talk about in this episode up there. Of course, we've got some customs parts and things like that. Uh, hopefully, as we get into summer here and my schedule clears a little bit. I can add some more new things because I'm actually sitting here recording this podcast at the workbench and I see three new items that I haven't showed anyone yet and uh, hope to have those up soon. Uh, A couple tillage tools and then um, I don't know a miscellaneous implement. I'm not even sure what to classify it as but we'll get there at some point. Anyway like I said new toys this week. And it's all about John Deere this week. So if you're a Case IH guy or a Steiger guy or a New Holland guy or Agco, um, you know, just 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 grit your teeth and bear it here because we're gonna talk we're gonna talk green today because this was a huge month. Eh, technically, last month. No, I guess it was this month. I don't know. It's been a huge period for John Deere releases here. And I'm sure a lot of you have seen the videos on YouTube. If not, head over there. I've got videos of all these tractors up over there. The first thing I wanna talk about, the WAs from Ertl. So 
John Deere, WA-17, WA-14, a lot of people calling them the Wagners because, well, that's what they were uh, before John Deere got their hands on them. And, of course, uh, that is in the new Prestige Select Series. The Select Series is that one-time run, super rare-ish. Um, they basically make as many as the dealers order, and that's all they're going to make of them. So they're not really popping out extra ones. So the idea is that they're all spoken for when they get here. Now, of course, we know the reality is a lot of dealers order multiple because they want to resell them. I mean, I did that myself. I don't, you know, nobody take that as a knock or anything. Uh, but the point is you're not, they're not going to re-release these down the road. We're never going to see these again. So it's kind of a one-time thing. Uh, they're a bit pricey. I've seen... I think the low end for the set, uh, I've seen about 900 and the high end of the set, I saw about 1400. I don't know if the $1,400 one actually sold. That was just an asking price. Uh, but I'm sure they're kind of all over the place in that neighborhood. And what you're getting, if you buy the set, you get a WA 14 and a WA 17 and 16 scale and 164 scale. Now that is if your dealer didn't break the sets up. I know some dealers were breaking up the sets. Uh, me personally, I was not willing to do that. Uh, at least yet. So we'll see. Uh, I've only got, gosh, I've only got two sets left, I guess. So if you want a set of Wagners, head over to ForTheLoveOfTractors.com. You can get one, uh, a set of those. I don't even remember what I have them priced at right now. But like I said, they're pricey. But here's here's the thing, the 16 scale are incredibly detailed incredibly detailed they're they're absolutely wonderful you guys have to check out the video if you haven't seen them uh engine detail fan detail interior of the cab excellently detailed just you go all around the tractor uh, from the lights uh, the hydraulics all of that sort of thing everything is is premium on this tractor it's really wonderful and i said it in my video review of the WA, and that is, I think this is the best tractor Ertl has ever produced, and I think it is in that pantheon of greatest model tractors ever produced by a big company, meaning uh, Speccast, Diecast Promotions, Ertl, etc., etc. You know the 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 big guys. Now, obviously, there's some some scratch built guys. Uh, your Chad Harris's. Um, Gilson, Ricky, people like that who have made incredible pieces by hand, and I, I don't think it's necessarily fair to compare the two, but uh, as far as production tractors goes, this is up there. This is right up there with the 747 Big Bud, uh, the HN 250 Big Bud, the Kinsey Big Blue. Uh, I, I believe this to be in that category. I wouldn't I would put it just, I would slot it in a step below that 747 Big Bud and the HN Big Bud. And I might slot it just a bit above the Kinsey Big Blue if I were picking a list here. Uh, just because of the way it's detailed. And then um, I think what kept uh, the Wagners from being, you know, that Big Bud level are, you know, some of the decisions as far as what some of the materials were made out of and things like that. But other than that, truly incredible tractors. And and I know the price is scary, right? Like you see something, you know, tractor price, what these are priced for. But when you realize what you're getting, how much tooling dollars went into this, 
uh, all of the different individual tools that had to go in to create this tractor, I think then it kind of makes sense what this cost is. And, you know, as I sit here and look at them uh, on my shelf, you know, I don't regret the price one bit. I, I think they're incredible. I will say, and I don't want to knock it too much because they were kind of an afterthought. I do think the 164 scale tractors leave a little bit to be desired. And the reason I'm saying that is uh, this is the Prestige Select series. I sort of expected them to be almost authentic level of detail. And I'll be honest, I don't even know if their uh, new Prestige series level of detail. I'll kind of get to that in a little bit. But uh, the wheels in particular look odd to me or different. I don't know. There's something about them that's a little off. I almost feel like it could have used like a 25 L26 or something like that single on one of the tractors instead of the duels they chose. I do think the the uh, wider duels they chose are nice, uh, but the, the skinnier ones just don't do it for me. But uh, other than that, the, the 64 scale tractors aren't particularly well detailed. They're okay detailed. Uh, but like I would put them in, uh, I don't know, the 25 or $30 range if they were just going to release them uh, as a as a regular tractor. But, you know, because it's this prestige select and they're going to be super rare and most people aren't breaking up the sets, you're going to pay a small fortune if you just want the 64 scales, which I get. They're obviously a one-time production run from Ertl and they're rare and they do look good. I'm I'm not knocking them necessarily. I'm just trying to nitpick a little bit so it doesn't look like I'm just slobbering all over these tractors, I guess, is probably the best way to put that. Um, I'm not disappointed. I just thought I just thought that maybe being this new Prestige Select, we would just see, you know, just a few things. Maybe the hood would open. Um, maybe it would ha the 64th would have the hydraulics, things like that that it doesn't have that I thought it would, so... You know, that's that. That's just my opinion. Again, the 116 scale, absolute, you know, creme de la creme. And, and the 64th is a great throw in. And really, that's what it is. Uh, they sold enough of the 16 scale that they said, hey, we're going to we're gonna put in a 64 scale too. So that's cool. I, I appreciate that. I doubt anyone Ertl listens to this podcast. But if they do, I sure appreciate what you guys did. I think it was awesome. It was a really cool uh, gesture to collectors, I guess. I don't know. The other new stuff I want to talk about, I think I hinted at it earlier, was in the Prestige line, and that is the new 9R640 and 9RX640. So if you saw my video from uh, National last year, they had the prototypes of these there, and I was impressed. And, and um, seeing the finished version and having it in my hand, I am still impressed. So these tractors, it looks like they're going to run, like let's call it 27 to 30 bucks, maybe maybe as high as 35 bucks, depending on the dealer and the show and the day. But um, I think that's to be expected with the increase of everything. I mean, gas is five bucks right now. So uh, tractors are going to go up a little bit. It's just unfortunately the world we live in. But they're fantastic. And Ertl is on this run right now with these 164 scale tractors. Uh, I think back to the 8960 we got last year at the National Show. That tractor is fantastic. Then you get this new 9R and 9RX series. Uh, incredible front weights. They look awesome. They look like they're supposed to. Gone are those old trapezoidal Ertl weights that weren't right you know, N is the correct weight. They look great. Um, they painted 
the wheels. So gone is the crappy plastic look. And, you know, they look they look like metal rims, even though they're the, the same plastic wheels we've been getting. Uh, the wheel version gets wheel weights all around. Uh, the interior, nicely detailed. Interior also has a, rear, a real steering wheel, not just the flat disc. Now, remember, I said I was going to go back to the Wagner in 64 scale here, and that's where I'm going to go back. The Wagner in 164 scale has that flat disc. This is the Prestige Select series. How how can we not have a real steering wheel in there? How can we... I don't get it. That just kind of boggles my mind a little bit. And I feel like it was an oversight, maybe, or they were just mailing it in. Maybe they were trying to do the 64th as cheap as possible since it's a throw-in. Well, I'm sure they were. But it clearly there's tooling for a real steering wheel floating around over there in Ertl land somewhere. Because we got them now on the uh, the new RXs and the new R. So why can't we get them in the WA? I, I just just kind of... That was one of the really weird uh, decisions that they made that I, was, I just was kind of flabbergasted by. But other than that, or I don't even know why I put it like that, back to the 9R, 9RX, uh, fantastic tractors so you're gonna get the handrails now yes the handrails on these are just a little chunky although i'll be honest they're not that bad uh they're not nearly as chunky as i thought they would be um they look pretty good but you get the handrails and if you guys have ever done any any custom uh of the 9r 9rx series you know those those handrails uh that are on the left side there that go up to the breather those are a real booger uh to, to bend and, and get correct. So what's great about these is we don't have that problem now because Ertl has given us the handrails. You even have the handrail on the back that goes across the fuel tank. I thought that was really cool. So it's like they've definitely looked and have seen what the customizers are adding to these tractors, and they added quite a bit of that themselves. So it's just one of those things where they have taken... This, this series has taken a big leap towards the collector market as opposed to the toy market, I think. Now, of course, there's going to be toy versions of both of these tractors, too, and that's awesome because, one, I think that helps keep the cost of the collector models down, and, two, that's awesome for the kids that want to play with the toys. Uh, you don't, maybe don't want your kid um, rolling around in 9R and busting off a mirror or something like that. You know, So that's kind of my thoughts on that. And another thing about the mirrors on the 9R and the 9RX, they're excellent. They're, they look right. They're well-fastened. You don't have to worry about those popping off. And it's, it's something, I brought it up uh, in my live video the other day on YouTube, and that was, why, why has Ertl given John Deere uh, this, this really nice over-the-top treatment when we've gotten the Prestige series in New Holland and Case IH as well, and they're just not as nice? I, I mean, I just, to be completely blunt about it they are not as nice attractors as what we're seeing with john deere and i think that probably has a lot to do with john deere uh, because you know john deere if anything knows how to market their stuff and you know maybe that's a situation where case ih doesn't care as much about the realism or the collector market i don't know i i'm not you know, I'm not throwing that as an accusation. I'm just saying that maybe that's the case versus where John Deere knows uh, the collector market a little bit. But 
you know, the, the mirrors look excellent on the, the 9Rs, where, like I said, on the Case IH tractors and the New Holland tractors, if you've seen the Prestige, they just sort of clip into these little tabs on the side of the cab, and I think it actually almost deters from the look because that tab is sticking out, it's kind of bulky, and they still pop off pretty easy. Where the mirrors here on the John Deere Prestige are pretty rugged. You know, I, I actually think you could play with them um, if you were, you know, a young kid. I'm not going to say rough, but you could definitely play with them, do some serious carpet farming, and not have to worry about them. So that's kind of uh, kind of what I wanted to talk about today. Uh, I would like to talk about the Kinsey and Elmer wagons, but I think I will do that in another episode because... One, um, I'm coming up on 20 minutes-ish here, and so I don't want to run this one super long. Two, uh, my voice isn't going to last much longer, I can tell already. <laughs> so, um, that's just the way it is. I hope you guys uh, aren't too distracted by the hum of the 3D printers in the background. We're now up to running six 3D printers, and uh, we're just we're turning out parts like crazy, and it still seems like we can't keep up. So we may have to add some more printers pretty soon. But uh, we'll see how that goes in, in the future uh, if we can keep up and all that sort of fun thing. So anyway, guys, that's going to wrap this one up. Like I said, please check out ForTheLoveOfTractors.com. If you want to see videos of everything I talked about today, head on over to the YouTube channel, For the Love of Tractors. I've got videos on that. And I've also got an article that will be out in July uh, for the toy farmer that will discuss the new prestige line and we'll also talk about Wagner's a little bit there too. So that'll do it for this one guys. As always, I appreciate everything. Hope to see you out at the shows. We're heading to Evansville, Indiana. Uh, gosh, here in just a few weeks, I think around the weekend of the 10th of June, I believe, uh, we'll be set up there. We're heading to summer show. We're not setting up, but, uh, we're going to be up there hanging out and having a good time. And then, uh, we've got Metropolis, Illinois and we've got Timewell, Illinois also coming up this summer and then we get a little bit of a break before uh, harvest and then we kind of start back over with all the the big fall shows uh, Dubuque National and uh, Bloomington, Janesville, etc, etc so it is surprising how fast time goes. <laughs> it's hard to believe that we're already back around to the summer show but we're here and uh, just, just a, well, gosh, 10 days away, I guess. So as I'm recording this, I'm not hundred percent sure when I'll update it or upload this, but, uh, with, with probably, probably be about a week left before summer show by the time I upload this. So anyway, guys, thank you so much. Have yourselves an awesome day. Happy tractor hunting.